Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the BitSocket Podcast. That's right, the BitSocket Podcast has now become an adult, fully-fledged adult. I am... <laughs> I'm so Scott. happy. I know it's I'm lovely. so happy to see it. I'm Scott White. I'm the dad of BitSocket. And I'm Joe Merrick. The uncle. You could be the dad as well. That's okay, cool. dad. Let's, I'll be the dad. We're both there dads. We're both, we're both the dads. And we birthed this <laughs> using Arnold Schwarzenegger's magic, <laughs> magic potion. <laughs> Timely reference. Thank you. <laughs> Remember that? It's Magic Potion Terminator. <laughs> so, yeah, this is actually a special uh, VD. Oh. Uh, special. So VD? Victory Day. Venereal disease. <laughs> of course, it's Valentine's Day. We're actually recording this on Valentine's Day. I'm not spending it with my wife. And I'm not spending it with my fiance. <laughs> We're spending it with each other. <laughs> the way it should be. Yeah. Tell you what, this is all going to be about Valentine's Day, but what we need to establish here and now are what games you've been playing this week. Oh, right, okay. The game I've been playing this week, and you were there too, was Risk, the board game. <laughs> is that, is Last that night. Your, has that been your game? Till three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes, we, we did get back into Glasgow till about 20 past uh, three this morning. It was a good game. It was, good, it was a good game, though. I think, uh, it was good. Yeah. Risk is good fun. Yeah. A, a lot of kind of board game folk have a wee bit of a, I don't know, there's a bit of snobbery mm. when it comes to Risk, but I think Risk's a good game for folk who aren't into board games heavily like yeah. they enjoy it there's a wee bit of strategy there's a lot of luck involved so even if you're not aye there's a lot of luck involved there's a lot of luck <laughs> you would have finished it like okay, three uh, hours earlier than it had to we used old, old rules so I had to get 18 territories with 2 reinforcements on each territory I had 17 territories 2 reinforcements <laughs> and I lost the last one everyone figured out what my mission was and eventually I ended up with much. Japan <laughs> one territory at least you had a cannon I had a cannon on Japan <laughs> That was all. Oh, my mission was even worse. 24 territories. No yeah. way that was going to happen. Yeah. Ah, uh, anyway, but it was good fun. You played any video games? Uh, yes, uh, I have been watching Kim play Skyward Sword. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? Skyward Sword. So I'm just going to check my watch while you talk about Skyward Sword. <laughs> uh, Kim's getting close to the end, so it's pretty cool watching it. Sounds good. What have you been playing? I completed Shin Megami Tensei 4. Oh. So we had a review last podcast, yeah. remember? We had a specials podcast. If you listen to it, please do. Yeah. Completed that after 41 hours. That was good. It's actually not very long. For, it's not too long. Well, That's I, why I, I ignored a lot of the side quests. Right. To be honest. But by the end, I just couldn't be checked. A lot of them were good, but that's, yeah. so there's only so much a fetch quest can really do to kind of enliven you, <laughs> your interest in a game. Enrich your life. I think there was quite a, there's, they're not just fetch quests, some mm. of them, but a lot of them, that's what they equated to, so I couldn't be arsed. But it was really good, really good end game. Didn't feel too unfair. There's a few kind of of the bosses on the lead up to the final boss. Now, I got the chaos ending, so there's some bosses I wouldn't have seen, because mm. the law ending will have some and the neutral ending will have some. Uh, but it was really good, really enjoyed it. I'm trying to think what else I've been playing I've played a wee bit of Majora's Mask Ooh. not much though to be honest I've played like the first hour and a half don't talk too much we've got a wee review coming we'll have a review coming later on from my wee Joe <laughs> Uncle Joe Uncle Joe uh, I'm trying to think what else uh, Monster Hunter again barely scratched the surface <laughs> uh, with Monster Hunter but really good bo- bo- playing have both you killed things. a Jaggy yet? yes of course right, I've okay. Jesus well, you at least you've done something that looked like what a great jaggy <laughs> right. or, a, or a big jaggy I don't know it was, it was bigger uh, no it was really good Well, I, and we're playing both of them on the, the beautiful new 3DS which oh. now everyone can buy I know no matter what no matter what so just go and do it because it's, it's the best console right now it's the best console that's well, what we've been talking about recently it's just it's mm-hmm. how 3DS is still the best console uh, it's been doing doing great guns uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else really it's been been a wee bit of Smash Brothers. They did the update to the uh, yeah. the 3DS version. So if you've got the new 3DS now, you can now put your Amiibos in it. So I got hammered. <laughs> hammered by, by level, 50 Mario. level 50 Mario. which OBS Scott. Well, I changed his name actually because <laughs> I felt embarrassed by the fact that I didn't understand how the naming 
four amigos. Can't believe you named Mario B.S. Scott. What's he called now? He's called McHart. <laughs> That's a good name. Thank you, thank you. But now coming up on this week's podcast, we're going to have reviews. I'm going to be doing Resident Evil HD, which will be coming up in just a wee second. You've got Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask. We've got Is It Canon? We're going to have Shotgun Top 5. All your favourites. Mm-hmm. And a, some questions. And a brand new feature from you. And a brand new feature from me, one that I am genuinely excited about. Let's get on with this special Valentine's Day. Let's get fucking. <laughs> oh, sweet nostalgia. It's a beautiful thing. Don't listen to all they folk that say nostalgia isn't to be trusted, that it makes you remember games being better than they actually were. Nope, if a game was amazing when you played it as a Wayne on Christmas Day, chances are it's still as amazing today. It's thanks to our collective nostalgia that Zelda Majora's Mask is still so talked about and revered today. So now here's a remake in the style of the 3DS Ocarina of Time from a few years ago. The core game remains mostly the same, but the visuals have been given a lovely overhaul, keeping the style of the original but adding loads of detail and 3D fanciness, which looks even better on a new 3DS. There are many reasons why Majora's Mask is a special game. Folk who moan about the Zelda formula being stale, idiots mainly, can shut their gobs for one thing. Here's a game that changes up the structure more than any other game in the series. As young heroic Link sets off on a new adventure, he loses his horse, his weapons and even his face, and he's thrust into a new and unfamiliar world, and it's up to you to set things straight. Oh, aye, and there's a big nightmarish moon on a collision course with your house below the clock tower in three days' time. But those three days can be replayed and reset from the beginning endlessly. You keep your overall game progress, but all the people in the world go back to the start of their three-day routine. By giving the people of Termina a set amount of time to exist, they end up being the most interesting NPCs in an adventure game. They have lives of their own and stories to follow. You can deliver a letter to the postbox, follow the postman on his round to the recipient, and get lost in a whole new story thread. So it's a good thing that you can delay the apocalypse for a while. The actual bread and butter dungeoning of Majora's Mask is different from the usual Zelda fare too. Instead of relying on whatever item you find in each dungeon, a lot more emphasis is put on the shape-shifting masks you find outside of the main temples. And, apart from the first temple, which is pretty short, the other three temples are huge, monstrous challenges full of puzzles and really cool fights. Ah, the boss fights. See, unlike the Ocarina remake, which kept everything the same as the old version, except getting rid of Link's role for some mental reason, Majora's Mask has been tinkered with a bit. Items are in different places, save points are more forgiving, Zora Link's swimming is easier to control but a bit less graceful, and the bosses are, well, a bit different. I'm not sure how I feel about this. The popular consensus is that the bosses were a bit shit in the old Majora's Mask anyway, but the only one that I didn't like was the first boss, Odawa, and he's still shite in this, so, I don't know. The change that actually does bother me though is the in-game notebook that keeps track of all the NPCs' daily routines and what rewards you've gained for helping them out. On the N64, the notebook told you when you could help people out, and that was it. It was subtle, and gave you only the most important info you needed, time, and sent you on your way. Now, in a bid to make the game easier to follow, the notebook has been replaced with an encyclopedia of information overload. Rumours, minigames, story updates, entire paragraphs of text chart everything in minute detail. Everything, that is, except the most important part of the old notebook, time. It just ends up being harder to follow overall, at least for me. But then, before I knew it, I was riding around in Epina again, or doing the Goron race, and helping reunite two lovers in the last day before the end of the world. And I forgot about the little things that bugged me. Majora's Mask is a wonderful Zelda game, and none of the tinkering Nintendo has done can take away from that. By listening to the nostalgic pangs of Zelda fans all over the world, Nintendo has ensured that we've all met with a wonderful fate.
this time of year, a lot of people want to get get a wee bit romantic. Oh, right. There's nothing wrong with that. The thing is, a lot of us out there, what's our main interest? Video, video games. Video games. And really, it's, it's hard to get romantic when you talk about video games. However, some people out there have written beautiful, and some that's kind of an inverted commas, beautiful love songs about video games. These are fan songs. Oh, no. And some people have written them about how much they love a game. Some people have written about how much they, they, they use the video game to interpret their feelings of romantic love. <laughs> and I have five songs here. <laughs> Although, some of these are real, genuine songs that you can listen to on YouTube. All right. And some of them I've made up. <laughs> okay. What Joe is tasked with today... It's finding out if it is a love song <laughs> or a love wrong. <laughs> a love wronging. A love wronging. So I'm going to read the lyrics out for these songs. Okay, okay. okay and you've got to tell me if you believe it's a genuine, right. a genuine uh, fan love song, which you can use to woo your loved one, <laughs> or if it's from my dirty hands. Are these love songs to characters as well? They can be, they're just usually themed around a game, uh, but it can be to, to characters brilliant, and things like that. Okay, okay so, here we go. Okay, so... <laughs> I was going to say you get extra points if you can figure out the, the game. The majority of the time, you'll get it. All right, okay. okay. But you're not going to get extra points. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Number one. You be my princess, I'll be your toad. I'll fall behind you on Rainbow Road. Protect you from red shells wherever we go, I promise. No one will touch us if we pick up a star. If you spin out, you can ride in my car. When we slide together, we generate sparks in our wheels and our hearts. The finish line is just around the bend. I'll pause this game so our love will never end. Let's go again. <laughs> Is that, Joe, a love song? <laughs> oh, I think it's too... It's too nicely constructed to be one of yours. I think it's a, it's a love song. It's nicely constructed. What, what are you trying to say? I think you, 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 you would have sort of a Leonard Cohen sort of okay. rambling. <laughs> it's okay. a love song. That is a love song. You're right. Is this it? Yep, this is it right here. <laughs> this is Mario Kart Love Song by Sam Hart. See, I'm crediting people oh. as well. It's actually quite a nice one. Quite a nice feature. Yeah, this is nice. I'm going to warn you though, the other ones I've got here aren't. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> this is like, oh, that's the nice one. Oh, that's nice. Protect you from red shells wherever we go, I promise. It's quite nice, isn't it? Ah, it's good, eh? Very nice. I like that. I mean... It's a bit cheesy. You only fucking played this someday. No, no, no. But I mean, okay. So you've got the first one right. Yeah. Really proud of you. Second one. Proud of that one. The sun rises in my heart. I know my desires. With my best gal by my side, today is the day we drive. Drifting, driving, and sliding. So much fun. In my heart, I know I won't love another like I love outrun. <laughs> Who knows which route we'll take, heaven or hell? I know you'll be with me. As the dragon flies above us, I know our love is true. The road loves me, and I love you. Drifting, driving, sorry, driving, drifting, and sliding. So much fun. In my heart, I know I won't love another like I love Outrun. So, is that a love song? Or is that a love wrong? I think that's a love wrong. Are you sure? I'm sure that's a love wrong. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the dragon flies out. I gave it away. Like <laughs> I know there is a dragon in it. But yeah, there is a dragon in it. But you only like okay, right? Only okay. the best. Two for two. See the dragon. Let's go back to the place and time where we used to play Metal Gear Online, where the best players only doesn't a dime, where the ego rank was so hard to find. 
Headshots with the one-hit kills. First-person view. We didn't have any skills. No M4 grips, no throat slits. And when you killed someone, you could use their shit. <laughs> this is how I remember MGO. This is what I love about MGO. This is what I miss from MGO. And I don't think we'll ever see it again. <laughs> is that a love song oh. or, or a love wrong? You know what I think? It's a secret third option. <laughs> a secret third option. I think that's a love rap from the, from the way you're saying that. So what are you saying? Love, uh, love song. Love, love song. song. I think it's a love song. I just I don't think you would have that much. Oh, it's a love song. I'm right. Oh my god. I'll be honest. I always I thought it was a rap, and then I know they can't wear it. Sort of ballad. Let's go back to the place in time. <laughs> it's a rap. Used to play, <laughs> it's a rap. <laughs> Oh my god This is by uh, <laughs> Kimmy Cowles oh. On YouTube It's SOP Wars Online Is the name of the song It's worth getting the chorus <laughs> MGO MGO <laughs> Oh that light That ass light is good <laughs> it's such a good pattern though. Yeah. The last line. I, I like how you think it's just the last line. <laughs> right. How did you find that? Bloody uh, hell. Uh, I went into the, the dark web. <laughs> the dark web. Dark web. Okay, right. So you're you're three for three. I think you're you're gonna win this. Okay. <laughs> this next one. When darkness fills your life and pain supreme, when evil forces have deformed your dreams, it's time to open up your heart to let the light shine through. No matter how you look at it, you'll always know it's true. GameCube, it makes a big fuss. GameCube, Nintendo bless us. GameCube, it's hardware easily surpasses. Surpass the rest. And when it comes to games, we'll always get the best. No. When people by your sides, forsaking you, no. and you cry because you don't know what to do, it's time to open up your heart to let the light shine through. No matter how you look at it, you'll always know it's true. GameCube, it makes a big fuss. GameCube, Nintendo bless us. GameCube, it's hardware easily surpassed the rest. When it comes to games, we'll always get the best. It's time to open up and let your heart decide what's true. Is that right, a no. love song? No. Or a love song? No. I was with it until the, your hardware easily surpasses the rest. I think that's a love wrong. I think that's you. You think that's a love wrong? Yeah, I think that's you. Because it's just. How do you like I'm not, the oh, sound of these apples? Oh my god. Oh this is God. Nintendo GameCube song. Uh, it's uploaded by Zelva4. I believe they're not the original artist because the original artist died in a fire. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that's bad too. Oh my it's quite God. An intro, it? Really? That is. I'm trying to work out if that background music comes from a game. Oh, here we go. I actually think it sounds a wee bit like Nico. Is that from... a girl? Is that a girl? Who knows? Might as well get to the chorus, but it's time, it's time. I want you to hear the surpass the rest, surpass the rest line. I will say, it doesn't really sound like the person singing it, I don't mean it's a bad way, it doesn't sound like the first language is English. No, it doesn't. Being honest, so... <laughs> GameCube! Can you imagine this at Eurovision? <laughs> I was wondering how they would fit that in a line, yeah. but right, okay. That's a Eurovision entry, right? Oh, the wee breakdown. There we go. <laughs> so, 
Ah, uh, you're three out of four. Oh my three god. Four. I love I love wrong I'm just imagining like Shigzy jumping out <laughs> on stage yeah. to the GameCube song. Like, we've got a new Zelda coming out. New Zelda. One. Right, this is the last one. Oh god. So can you bring it back? <laughs> we've already won, but I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> I need to take a wee second. Right, here we go. Right. This one has a bit of a rap beat. <laughs> right. so. Okay. You got me tingling with your social links. Fool, just our hermit. I don't care what they think. We are the lovers. Everyone else stinks. In the midnight channel, we are free. When the fog rolls in, I know we'll be safe. With my lead pipe and your funky shoes, we can beat the demons. We'll never lose. I know at school, we'll pass the test. Then we'll go to Juness with all the rest. I love it when you summon your persona. I feel the link between us grow up. We'll defeat the boss, we'll find its weak spot. I can't even count the number of demons we've fought. When the final hit lands and the boss goes boom, I know we'll be celebrating in the Velvet Room. Is that a love song or a love wrong? That's a love wrong, but, it but it's dangerous going to an actual love song because um, how much you love Persona I was so proud of that, actually. I was genuinely proud, so oh, yes, that, that is, is a good. love wrong. But hey... See if you heard that and you want to make it a song. <laughs> fill your boots. Fill your boots. So there you go. You've managed to. Well you've done, done quite well there. Four out of five. Four out of five. That was good. I'm well real, I thought the GameCube was going to trip you up. Aye, GameCube. Because, uh, aye. <laughs> that is so bad. It's really. <laughs> GameCube. It makes a big. It sounds like fucking Go West. <laughs> go West. So oh, weird. God. Do you, do you have fun there? Yeah. Do you feel wooed? Well done. Has that had the intended effect? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm stoner. No. Well, that was Scott's feature, but now it's time for a regular one that you've probably missed because we've not done it for a while. Although we did a couple of, couple of episodes ago, didn't we? It's Shotgun Top 5 with a Ooh. special Valentine's Day twist. That's right. I'll go first. Shotgun me. Okay. Top 5 video game characters that you would like to cook a romantic meal for. Oh, right, okay. Kazma <laughs> Right, but... You, what, you can what also say you can also say what you got what you what, what you'd like to make them. Him, it'd be steak. Right, yeah, of course. Just a nice steak, just kind of medium. I think medium. <laughs> I don't think you want it too rare. Medium, uh, maybe some like fried onion <laughs> on the side and some like I'd, I'd hand cut some chips in front right. and I'd like stack them. Oh yeah, so yeah. you only get like eight fucking chips, but they're stacked. So you're making Kazumakiri use steak and chips. I mean, Kazumakiri the fourth chairman chips. of the Tojo clan, one of the most important men in Japan, Japan's underworld. Steak and chips. Steak and chips. Okay. Okay. Next. So, that's what. Uh, Luigi. Okay. Luigi. I'd make him a cheese panini. <laughs> <laughs> The cheese is melted all the way through, though. Oh, last thing about getting a cheese panini is when the cheese only melted on the outside, oh, you bite in, you I get know, a mouthful of stone cold, cold cheddar. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, so, no, Luigi. Would you tell him two paninis in Glasgow? <laughs> I mean, there's a wee place in Glasgow called Paninis, but there's an apostrophe between the I and the S. I don't know whether it's like they do Paninis or they, you know, and they misspelt it. Or the, or the guy's called Panini. Hey, Mr. Panini. <laughs> <laughs> the inventor oh, God. of the Panini. Okay. Uh, a well known authentic Italian oh. dish. <laughs> hey, it was, it was nice. <laughs> oh, right. I'd take Shovel Knight out to the World Buffet. Oh, right, yeah, we shovel. We shovel. <laughs> imagine how much fried rice we get out of that. I know, that'd be... We'd be, we'd, we'd be laughing. <laughs> Here's a World Buffet opening around the corner from me. Oh, they just... will not know what's happening. <laughs> they will not know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kirby Merrick is going to go around. <laughs> King DDD. 
Oh, of course. So, okay. What's what you going to make him? King Diddy. Oh, do you know it's hot dogs? <laughs> hot dogs? Aye. Do you like hot dogs? A gourmet hot dog. Aye. Gourmet hot dog. We know he's all been male characters. Is he not a duck? And? The duck's like hot dog. I'm sure you could feed a duck a hot dog. I'm going to know what it is. It's going to eat it. It's not going to... Oh, actually, sorry, I'm a vegetarian. If you feed a duck a hot dog, the duck will eat the hot right, dog. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Do you know he's a duck? <laughs> right, who have I covered so? Is that four so far? Uh, aye. Four, aye. Yep. No, that's three. No, King DDD, Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight, yes, yeah, four. Aye. Wait, last one. So, last one. <laughs> right, okay. I'd take Otacon. Right, okay. And, uh, I'll... I'd, I don't know if I'd want to I'd, I'd want to maybe take my dip but I think I'd just in terms of what I'd cook him I'd just give him like a wee like Tesco meal for one <laughs> not just a wee like kind of spinach a single single cottage pie oh, like a wee spinach ricotta thing like <laughs> he can just go away and eat that a wee uh, single serving lasagna alright well that doesn't sound very romantic but... and I'd just watch him eat alright okay it's not about them it's about me <laughs> so I'm going to shotgun you now alright go right, okay top 5 worst blind dates you could have with video game characters. Which characters would you have the worst blind date with? Wario. Wario? It's just Wario. It's just Wario. Just Wario all day, every day. Somebody set you up and then turned up with Wario. And the thing is, it doesn't matter whether he's wearing his overalls I was gonna say, or his biker gear. Is biker or, is biker or whether he's wearing his casual or professional gear is, is not a good look. Professional gear? Yeah, he's like, you know, he has a plumber, isn't he? No. Yes, That's he never been established. Yeah, he's wearing a plumber. He's wearing the same... No, right. What? He's been dungarees. Aye. Right. He's a you, plumber. Have you met a plumber before? Well, Mario is a plumber. He no. Was... No, Mario was a plumber. <laughs> Mario is now just wears dungarees. He just wears dungarees. You never at any point see him fix any pipes. Oh. Um, Sonic. <laughs> oh. Because like, maybe 20 years ago when he still had it, he'd, he'd be, be desperate. Right. Now, yeah, now he's just desperate. He'd be like... Please. <laughs> also, like the problem with Sonic, right? Say it got went well, right? You go back to his. Oh, his pals are there. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get into the bedroom and he invites forty people into the bed. Couldn't fool you that I heard. Of. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Oh, he's new. <laughs> oh, all right, here's my mate. He just, he just moved in last week. So, who, who just touched my ass? Oh, Jeremy B. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Ocelot. Ocelot. Because you wouldn't know whether you've got ocelot or liquid sitting mm, with you, you know? Right. To have a conversation. And full of lies. Full of, exactly, exactly. I imagine he'd really play with cutlery as well. Just <laughs> be spinning that about. Uh, who else? You know what? Mm-hmm. Even though I kind of love him and admire him, I wouldn't want to go on a blind date with him. The king of all cosmos. From... Oh, he'd be so critical. I know, yeah, yeah, not only, he'd be critical at everything, and also it's all about him. Mm-hmm. It's all about him. There's nothing about yeah. you. There'd be nothing, there'd be no... You know, it'd be the opposite of Sonic, you know? Yeah. He'd be not eager to please at all, so... Aye. Aye. Who else? Right. How many is that I've done? One more. You need one more. How many is that I've done four? Yep. Okay. Chem Cosmos, Wario... Uh, Sonic. Sonic. And Ocelot. And Ocelot. <coughs> so one uh, more. Right, last one. Has to be... Because like, there's a million, but none of them... You know, when you, you know, there's a million things and none of them actually sort of... Fucking Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> from Grand Theft Auto oh a modern choice <laughs> a controversial uh, modern choice wait, wait. that's his name isn't it <laughs> <laughs> excuse me could we just stop this recording thing <laughs> yeah Trevor from Grand Theft Auto for very obvious reasons yes there we that's go fair. there we go so that's, that's the heaven and hell list then. yeah yeah so the dream team <laughs> the not so dream team no 
We didn't really put them in any particular order. No, we didn't. You know what? You decide. Yeah, you decide. It's your treat. (laughs) It's just a shotgun five. It's a shotgun. In fact, it's never a shotgun. It's just five. (laughs) Joe, tell me five things. (laughs) I appreciated that. (laughs) Confession time. Up until this year, I'd never played Resident Evil before. Not in the PS1 and not in the GameCube when they remade the game with fancier graphics. It's taken me a significant amount of time in three further console generations to finally sit down and play the first Resident Evil. Before you start throwing dead dogs through my window, I have played Resi 4, 5 and Much Maligned 6, but the original three were always a little too daunting for me. Survival horror in general is a little too much for me, most of the time. But recently, I've been more open to the genre, and it was with this positivity in mind that I started playing through Resident Evil HD on the PS4. Around the 20 minute mark, I started beating myself up for not playing the game before. I'm so impressed with how it's put together, how the mansion itself isn't just a location, it's a giant puzzle. With clues, dead ends, enemies and a genuinely unsettling atmosphere. Exploring it for the first time can be quite a daunting experience and it's easy to sometimes spend quite lengthy amounts of time wandering away in the wrong direction. And if you're like me, using up all your ammo in the first zombie to cross your path, Once you get on the right path, it could be a really interesting game to play, edging through darkened rooms, waiting for camera angles to change to reveal the horde of zombies shambling towards you. For the new version as well, you get the choice of two control schemes, the original tank-style controls which gave me a sore head, or the new controls which work a little better in comparison, and are certainly more suited to the new player. Overall, the presentation of the game really can't be faulted, and I'm sure for many this will be a lovely and nostalgic trip down memory lane. Sadly though, I don't have those same memories of the game and to be honest, I found playing Resident Evil for the first time to be, sometimes, a very frustrating experience. The lack of inventory space is meant to act like a puzzle in itself, but all that happened when I played it were constant trips to the nearest safe room to exchange items because you're not really given much in the way of guidance as to what you'll need. Honestly, I was beginning to wear the carpet down in some areas of the mansion I was backtracking to the safe rooms so often. And honestly, some of the puzzles were so confusing. I spent a lot of my time in the game following a guide, removing all the adventure from the experience. And I know this is all on me, coming to the game as an adult with none of the prior knowledge or skill required to be really good at the game. My own limitations mean that the long play times that are sometimes required to really get some progress under your belt in the game are just beyond me. And I'm not going to say that this game is only worth playing if you've played it in some form before, because honestly I don't think that's true. It might help. But what you really need is the patience for trial and error and a good chunk of time you can really invest into what is a really polished and genuinely scary survival horror game. One of our regular features is, of course, Is It Canon, where we go through the dregs of officially licensed merchandise and storylines to get to, to sort the wheat from the chaff. And this week, Scott's going to challenge me. That's right. I have set up the cannon. I'm aiming the cannon at you. Right. Do you know what I'm firing? Street Fighter. Oh, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. <laughs> what a wicked game. Okay. Right, now remember, the rules are, if it's been on anything officially licensed, it doesn't that's matter what films, it is. manga, a t-shirt, anime, anything, it any counts as cannon. Any old bollocks yeah. Capcom sold it. Yeah. Apologies. So here Capcom. we go. We're going to start out with one of the high points of the Street Fighter series. In Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, there are some popular characters from the game series reimagined in a more realistic way. Right. In keeping with this, M. Bison is given a more reality-based origin, 
In fact, in a backstory told by Gen, Bison sacrificed his pregnant wife in the bowels of a supernatural cave where he imbued his daughter, Rose, with the goodness of his soul, thusly ridding him of any sense of conscience. Is it canon? <laughs> is that... Is that meant to be more realistic? Is that canon? <laughs> no. That's canon. What? Fucking hell. Yep. Bloody hell. So he's not just a dictator. He's not even a dictator. In the, in the Legend of Chun-Li, he just runs like... He's just a guy? An, a, like an, an evil organisation. And he watch this film. That sounds awful. Oh, it's bollocks, man. Shame on you, Capcom. Shame on you, Capcom. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Here's an easy one. Right. We all know that in the West, M. Bison and Balrog swap names because of the boxer's similarity in name and appearance to Mike Tyson. Mm. Did you also know that in Japan, Vega is actually called Balrog and our M. Bison is called Vega? Well... You've asked that. You've kind of answered your own question there. You said, "Did you also know?" So, well, but is it is that canon? All oh, right, okay. Yeah, is it canon? That's, can- that's, that's canon. Fact? That's canon. I know that. Right, that's you know canon. that, right? Correct. <laughs> They're all meant to be the way you word that's meant to try right, and trick. Okay, oh, Jesus, okay. Fuck it. <laughs> this is the last episode. This is the last episode. We're ending it now. <laughs> right. Okay. Egg. Question three. In the UK SNES version of Street Fighter 2, when you complete the game as Guile, you are treated to a cutscene where Guile is congratulated by Prime Minister John Major. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's not canon. Are you sure? It's not canon. It's not canon. <laughs> it's Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> oh, can you imagine if John Major did that? That'd be so sweet. John Major's the final boss. <laughs> a bit reimagined as a Street Fighter character. No. Just all right. Just, John Major. Just like a... Mortal Kombat style digitised picture of him. Be good if everyone else looked like Street Fighter 2, except for him. (laughs) Alright. One of Ryu's quotes from Street Fighter 2 stated, You must defeat Shen Long to stand a chance. It's now widely known that Shen Long was actually a mistranslation. But what did it actually mean? 1. Rising Dragon Punch. (laughs) 2. My Superior Defence. 3. Sexually Transmitted Disease. (laughs) Or 4. Electricity. <laughs> uh, I think it's my supreme defence or whatever it was. Incorrect. Oh, it's rising dragon punch. So wait, so the sentence is: you must defeat my rising dragon punch <laughs> to stand a chance. Right, okay. Although you must defeat electricity to stand a chance <laughs> does sound pretty yeah. good. So we are. That's f- three out of four. Three out of four. Three out of four. Three four. Oh no, two. Out of four. So you got the first one wrong as well. Oh fuck. Okay. Two out of four. Two four. Oh, you need this one. Shit. You need this one. Right, go on. Back in 1992, Capcom in Japan licensed a hentai called Street Fighter Love Lost that documented the extreme sexual relationships between Ryu, Ken and Akuma. This started the popular internet meme, Bukaki Ken. <laughs> Is there any part of that you'd like me to clarify further? No. Bukaki Ken. Bukaki Ken. <laughs> Right, you know what? I'm going to go on a limb here. Right, okay, right. Now remember, you need this. <laughs> and I'm going to say... It's not canon. It is canon. What? No, it's not. Oh. Oh, see the look in your face the when you were like... Shit. Because I could see the thought process behind your eyes was like, fuck, I know what I'm Googling when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> can't. No, that's it. So a three, you scraped it. Oh, God. Three out of five. Because you get the first one wrong, I scraped it. Very good. Pure scraped it, man. Well done. You feel proud of yourself? <laughs> yes. <laughs> For just scraping a bit to do that. I just thought that was awful. Proud of you. <laughs> so now it's time to hear from you lot, and I'm going to resurrect 
our little name for this section from the pilot. Oh, what's it this called? This is where you say your bit. I think it's good. I think it's good. It's going to stick. It's going to stick. See if I say it enough, it'll stick. <laughs> so, this time, uh, for our Valentine's podcast, we're asking about video game characters you'd send a card to and why. So let's go through Facebook first and then we'll move on to Twitter. Graham Gallagher, <laughs> Molyneux. Very timely. The envelope would be done in golden sparkly bits and then he opened it and then a jobby falls out. <laughs> I'm, I'm beginning to I, I think the tide's turning I'm beginning to feel sorry for Peter Molyneux now mm. I mean don't get me wrong I think he is he's like the P.T. Barnum of of video games he's just he's like come in come in come in uh, and he get like I think the combination of a man who over promises and Kickstarter mm. it was never yeah, going it was to never going to end in like happiness it's always going to end in deals it's like Magneto walking into a knife shop <laughs> Someone's going to get hurt at some point in that whole in this whole exchange. Someone's going to get hurt. That's like insane. That it's like me needle walking into that. So, well, it's pretty much like a bull in a china shop. <laughs> really, it's, all I've really done is change two words of that. I was telling somebody actually, you were saying that you made up what was the, that? the, the actual logical one, the one that you wouldn't go to Rome for a steak sandwich. You wouldn't go to Rome for a steak sandwich. I think mean, it's, it's such a good saying. It's like, and it's it's so true. You wouldn't go to Rome for a steak sandwich. No. Anyway. Uh, ben Bowers Jade from Beyond Good and Evil she was hot and I'll kick the shit out of you away and she was a f- photographer if you know what I mean I don't know what you mean Ben I don't know what you mean does it mean take pictures of you she kicks shit out you I know I don't know what you mean if that's your thing that's uh, cool man oh, no Mark, judgments here we go Mark Craig one close to my heart <laughs> Nozomi from Shenyu but I can't ride a motorcycle so she'd be disappointed oh Nozomi's the younger for some reason I thought what was, what's the name of the old woman that lives in your house oh right <laughs> yeah fucking no no for Inisan Inisan alright sweet <laughs> well, I wonder about the motorbike did she ask for a ride a motorbike <laughs> Inisan she doesn't want to go to Hong Kong because she could beaten up but she means she's giving her a lift in your motorbike every day Rio <laughs> <laughs> oh Rio <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott Shoot Shoot right anonymous one to Hal Emmerich to cheer him up I suppose that's quite nice, I think, actually. No, do you see when he says anonymous, who? right? Do you mean no one sends cards? Does he mean it's from anonymous? <laughs> yeah, we picture of a fucking V for Vendetta, man. Harrison Hunt, the horse from Zelda. Nice. <laughs> We've made a video about this, Harrison. You shouldn't have a wee crush on the horse. It's not right. <laughs> uh, Alistair William Branner, Tingle from Majora's Mass, because he seems like he could really use the boost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he seems quite happy to me. Well, well no, the main Tingle seems quite happy to me. He's always full of like cheer and all that. But yeah. you know, in Wind Waker, when he's got the Tower of Tingles, yeah. and there's two at the top that are just constantly ro- rotating the platform. Yeah, I feel sorry for them. Slave Tingles. Slave Tingles. Yeah. Uh, Laura Rice Quinn, my own me and Tom and Ashley life because she is so bizarre looking. No one else will ever love her. Oh. Tom and Ashley, it's a good game, it's isn't it? It's such a good game. I, I watched Alison play it. We've had a baby in it. And our baby's gone out into the uh, world. Do me and Kim still hate each other in it? Or? Uh, aye. That's Kim that's... actually requested you to be deleted from it. <laughs> what, real Kim, man? Uh, I'll leave it up to your own imagination. <laughs> and finally, Thomas Boyle. Cassandra from Dragon Age Inquisition. A really soppy artistic one because that's the kind of thing she's into and I'm really good with virtual ladies. <laughs> nice, well... <laughs> How would you even know you were getting lots of ladies? I suppose if you were like... How would you even know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no... It's not like... It depends. <laughs> depends, right? If, you've, if, if you have made a habit of completing all those fucking Tokimemi memorial <laughs> games, you know, like Japanese uh, girlfriends... I'm just trying to figure out how you could have thinly veiled disgust displayed correctly in a video game. <laughs> I know. How does that ever go wrong? Like... Have you ever had a video game romance going wrong? Uh, well, in Mass Effect, in the Mass Effect series, one point where I almost 
uh, cheated on Liara Tassoni with one, I can't remember the name of the other character, nearly did, and she was kind of said a wee thing like, oh, I see you've been getting close to this other woman, and I felt so guilty. <laughs> I felt so guilty. And also in Persona 4, I, I was going out with every girl pretty much, and I felt awful about oh, yeah, it. You... So I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, it was just when you get to the social links part, I felt bad for not doing it, and then I ruined Valentine's Day for everyone. I'd see in Persona 3, I have been on the cusp of uh, dating one of the girls in it, and it just, it's not moving anywhere, I don't know what it is about it, it's just not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just have a sit down where's this going I know uh, right Twitter right we're on to Twitter now <laughs> back to Twitter ok John Q Everyman adds in a card to Bomberman to remind him that he's not forgotten well yeah, I don't know I don't know if he deserves it after Act Zero I don't know I mean he can send cards to the, the cemetery but what happens to him <laughs> Holly Nielsen adds in a saucy card to John Marston because I fancy him but only if he keeps the hat on <laughs> just the hat just the hat <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Apex Twan M. Bison because I want to suck his woogie <laughs> so I mean it just cut, uh, cuts the, right through it well done Twan yeah. well done good stuff Chris Spann he says roses are red vats are blue you're solid snake and you make me hard too <laughs> so uh, which either of solid snake though that's the question four <laughs> moustache that's high def <laughs> that's high def snake Aye. Imagine that, it's like, come on, right, I'm going to inject some nanomachines and we're going to see what happens to your penis. <laughs> Imagine asking Hal, like, Otacon, can you, you know he's got nanomachines, can you, can you use them to make him, make his dick work? <laughs> Otacon, you know, I asked you for that, but how come my dick doesn't change to the same colour as whatever's lying next to it? <laughs> That's weird. Uh, Louis Proctor Waluigi because maybe the reason he's so angry is that no one has ever showed him any love oh. I think he's angry because he wasn't very well designed no wait hey uh, oh. Gavin Spence he says Yoshi for sure how do you like your eggs in the morning squeezed right out of your puckered ass <laughs> so uh, fair enough <laughs> I mean fair enough what if you cracked one of the eggs and it was a wee Yoshi inside the... you yeah. dropped it straight onto a frying pan poor wee thing well, they'd be dead so you'd have to eat it <laughs> love the jungle <laughs> love the jungle love the jungle uh, binster stroke m dot dot m pegasus even he says Jill Valentine because it would cut down on the amount of paperwork involved mm-hmm. yeah, I've got two, two minutes second, but I'm there You're there <laughs> I've arrived with you now uh, Brian C that, that dude from Heavy Rain because he clearly puts out regardless of the situation even if his son is in mortal danger <laughs> that's true yeah, that's true. That's the thing about David Cage games. Mm-hmm. There's always some shagging going on in inappropriate situations. And now you can play it on your phone. You can play it Fahrenheit. Yeah. You can play it on yeah. iOS. You too can wonder why everything goes batshit crazy after about you a third of the way through. You too can regret spending seven ninety nine <laughs> on a, a phone game. Yeah. Christos Reed, he says, Eva from Grim Fandango feels like she could do with some happiness in her life. I have not played Grim Fandango. Neither have I. And that's a horrible I really, to me. I need to get around to it, but I'll, let's be honest. All of you out there... I'm sure you all agree that I don't need more games no, right you now. No, you don't. You fucking don't. I do not. Tony Chandler, Mario, because it's extremely important to be in good terms with a reliable plumber in the event of an emergency. Yep. Sensible. Yeah. That's when you're putting out for a good reason. Yeah. Holly Nielsen comes back to us again. Oh. Another one. Link in Hyrule Warriors because oh. he's really pretty. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Those and eyes. he doesn't speak, so technically he can't turn me down. <laughs> mm. I, um, well, mm. I mean... Uh, no, he, he could, could go like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke Summerhays. So he actually messaged to say he had he has an answer, but he says a spoiler 
for the good ending for Mass Effect 3. Okay, so I was like, fuck if, it. If you're, can... worried, if you're worried, turn off for the next off 30 seconds or so. But he says, he sent a card to Liara to Sony to let her know that Shepard still loves her, even though her consciousness is now in the Reapers. Which is the most serious answer. And he okay. said, actually, that ending has still upsets me a wee bit. Remember that ending that everyone hates in Mass Effect? I know. I think that I think it's right though. I think certainly with games like, for example, Mass Effect. Well, not, each each like, game. No, we're not getting into this. No, I'm just going to say because each game's so long, mm. right? Say thirty yeah. hours or so. I think you do genuinely get a bit of an attachment. The same way that you get attached to characters in books and things. I think you it's know what other sci-fi trilogy RPG you get attached to characters in oh. Xenosaga. Oh, right. Okay. Moving on. Cozy. <laughs> Moving on. Big cozy. <laughs> Chris Booth, welcome Gunther from Valkyria Chronicles because right. I'm a massive nerd and I want to be his pal. Ah, I like welcome. Good welcome. Cunt's got a tank as well. Cunt's got a tank. Cunt's got a tank. <laughs> uh, just Jimmy, the guild official lady in Monster Hunter 3. She's reliable, cute, and wears that red suit like no other. Right, okay. Fair, fair enough. enough. Fair enough. Kid Ridiculous, you carry from Persona 3. Oh, yeah, you can. Because we've been together now for six years <laughs> and we're still going strong and we've not to judge him. It's literally all he has. <laughs> oh. oh. Stew, squall, to try and cheer the miserable bastard up. Uh, well, he's a bit grumpy, mm, isn't he? I don't, I don't think MD could. And uh, last one, possibly the best one. <laughs> right. Jim the schoolgirl, Sonic, out of pity, like Lisa Simpson did for Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> a choo choo choose you, Sonic. <laughs> so good. So good. If you had to, right? Right. Say, Kim leaves you. Right. right. And you need to send a Valentine's Day card to a fictional character <laughs> to make you feel better. <laughs> Who would you send it to? Oh, God. Right. And why? Are we answering this seriously or are we... What? Well, I mean, it's going on the interview, so... Do, 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 do you... Uh, do you... Right, do right, okay. So, an actual, you know, somebody who I think would make me feel better in the cold, dark, lonely nights. Nozomi from Shemya. <laughs> Any-san. <laughs> Fuku-san. <laughs> what about you? No, and your reason? Uh, just because, I don't know. Alright. I don't know. I, just, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I just don't know. I think she would probably... I think it would make me feel better. I don't know. I mean, she wouldn't be the she only d- one. Probably be... You're kind of blushing. I know. Probably be all, all, well, think- all the characters... <laughs> Fucking real, <laughs> Landy. <even. laughs> Any kind of fish in you, <laughs> just because it's the most well-realized world. <laughs> I can escape into that world <laughs> from our own. That answer speaks a really large amount towards your mental state. What were you then? Alison leaves you for dust. Hey, <laughs> you have to write. A, you have to write a card to somebody. To cheer you. It has to be a fictional character. <laughs> you can't get over how much thought you've put into the Shenmue. Oh, <laughs> like, That wasn't off the cuff. <laughs> I want to live in Shenmue. <laughs> Go on. I'm just thinking that you know, like the Truman Show, yeah. where like he's got his big map hidden of like Fiji. Yeah. You have that, but like a map of Yokosuka. Like... Yeah. <laughs> And a wee line from there to a fictional representation of Hong Kong. <laughs> Who needs a cheer up? Who needs? You need a cheer up. You're I the know, one that's just been. Think, but sometimes it's it's about given is as good as receiving. Probably, probably Toad. No. Nah. Uh, I, I feel Toad doesn't really get a fair crack of the whip. 
you know Nintendo recently said that the toad is neither male nor female? So there we go. Toads get to choose by themselves whether they want to be male or female just by how they dress. Nice. I know. In fact, no, fuck it. A shy guy. A shy guy. A wee shy guy. But you do know that when they t- you take their mask off. It's unending horror. <laughs> it's the abyss. <laughs> Aye, I'd say a shy guy. A wee shy guy. Because maybe you want to be pals with the abyss. There we go. <laughs> That's it. That is the end. Of the BitSocket podcast. That's right. So remember... You can subscribe if you're not already subscribed to us on iTunes and whatever else, de- whatever device or whatever it is you leave, use. Leave us a wee rating. Leave mm-hmm. us a wee rating on iTunes. Leave us a wee rating. It's always appreciated. It also helps push our podcast up a wee bit so more people can see it and more people can enjoy this misery <laughs> that we create. <laughs> uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, BitSocket. And find us on our YouTube channel, slash BitSocket, where all the podcasts will finally be on YouTube for you to listen to. Yes, this weekend I'm sorting uh, it. And there'll be some new videos as well soon. <laughs> Very apologies. Well, we, we did the Kingdom Hearts one, and we did. Your life is strange soon as well. <laughs> soon. <laughs> Some point in the future. Yeah, and others. No, that's right. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else big? No, mm. not really. But remember, this is episode 21, so we are actually getting very close uh, to our our year. Ah, yeah. So we are because we've been on average doing about two a month. So we're getting there. Yeah. Slowly. But surely, <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah, so remember, hit us up on Twitter as well. If you like the podcast, let us know. And if you hate the podcast, just don't tell us. I know, just don't. Cause we're, we're so fragile. I know we are. As people, we're so fragile. I mean, you've just heard. You've just heard. I mean, listen to fucking Joe. <laughs> Joe's on a fucking thin ice when it comes to his mental state right now. It seems we're one, we're one step away from him wearing a leather jacket every single day. <laughs> Keep it socketing.